Make up your life to start anew. You'll find out some things to be true. Like you are stronger than you once knew. Hi, I'm Lenora Calaruso. Has your journey towards health and wellness been a rocky road? Mine sure was. Plus, I have a busy life as a mother of five, a grandmother of two, an RN, a personal trainer, Reiki master, and a nutritional counselor. Whew! How do I fit it all in? Well, it's balance. Think, you know, Goldilocks and the three bears. Not too much of something and not too little. Just right. My podcast is designed to inspire you towards that next step of achieving and maintaining everlasting health and wellness. Welcome to It's a New Dawn for You. You pack up your life to start anew. You find out some things to be true. It's a New Dawn for You, which is the name of my business and podcast, came to me while meditating. My sister-in-law Dawn had died a couple of years before, and to say I was close to her is an understatement. She was my best friend, my confidant, pretty much my everything. The meaning of the name is my firm belief that there is always a new day, a new beginning to try again. And I felt it was Dawn giving me a message loud and clear that the name was perfect. Hello, everybody. Um, On today's podcast is a couple that I met at a yoga workshop about eight years ago. We had to do an intense writing assignment, and I read mine out loud to the group. And it was very emotional for me, um, for I talked about my insecurities, about all the traumas that I had in my life, which were many. Um, after the workshop, Yulati and Jerry came up to me and started telling me how beautiful I was and how this light shone for me. We didn't know each other at all, but from that moment, I felt a connection to them And from that day, I started following them on social media and realized why they were so amazing and genuine. Each of them individually are inspiring, but together they are a fierce team. Um, I will let them tell their story, and in the end, I am sure you will understand and feel the connection and love that they have with each of them as they talk. So welcome, Jerry and Yulati. Hello. <laughs> thank you I'm, so thank you so much for having us. And first of all, try not to make us cry before we have to. I know. I feel like I'm gonna please. cry. Very um, much so. I love um, you guys. That was amazing. <laughs> and, and we love you too. And like before we get started with like talking about us, let me just say that um, it, it, we've met a lot of people through our uh, our you know time together in our in our journey because it's been quite a journey and we've never forgotten you and we, <laughs> I remember the day we we met and we sat across from you and I remember sitting um in the um you know she, uh, Jennifer pa- studio yeah Lara's yes. studio and Jennifer Pastelov it was you know she made us write stuff and but when we first got there. Jerry and I saw you, and we looked. We looked at each other. I'm like, "Oh my God, that woman is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous." <laughs> and then, and then you shared something. I believe I remember it was about how you didn't feel beautiful because you know we all. Oh, yeah, it, we were exactly and we're right. like, "Oh my God, she's crazy. She's gorgeous." <laughs> and that's you like, guys are so. And you know, the reason I went to Jennifer Pasloff's, um workshop was because you know I have a severe hearing disability, and I resonated with her also because she right. does. And that's why I went. And, you know, I I have never forgotten you guys. And I knew I had to. I wrote you as my dream people to be on. So. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> you. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> so let me, let me finish. I'm so honored to have you as a guest. I really am. And I'm, I'd love if both of you could tell the audience, quote unquote, your story and what ultimately led you to where you are today. But first, 
Um, I would like to read something I read this morning, uh, what Jerry wrote on his Instagram post, because I think it sums up how both of you, in spite of all your trials and tribulations, keep on going on. So I hope that's okay. No problem. Okay, so Jerry wrote, in quotes, life has knocked me down more times and in more ways than I care to count. The only thing that remains consistent is that I always get up. And I read that today, and I said, oh, that's perfect. I want to lead you guys with that because, so as you tell your story, I would love if you would elaborate on how you did or how you're doing this. So people don't know, well, I'm sure people know who you are. I mean, I know, I mean, I don't know. I think you're so popular, but you're going to be telling this story. You're going to be taking over this podcast because <laughs> I think it's a long story, but um, telling about our, our issues and I think it helps a lot of people. So yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it helps because then you don't feel so alone. You're like, exactly. oh, somebody's going through. There's somebody out there who's going through similar things that I've gone through, that we've gone through, and then you know they hear, and you don't feel alone. And then you're like, okay, all right, I could make it. I could do it. If she could do it, I could right. do it. Cause I right. Right. I draw inspiration from others. You mm-hmm. know, that's why it inspired me to share my story. Mm-hmm. Right, Lenora. I always say that we are not extraordinary in any way, shape, or form. We're, we're very, very ordinary, but we have been placed into extraordinary circumstances that, you know, really push you to that edge of what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, for us, that's really what happened to us. Um, and you, you really don't know how strong you are until you're, you are, you're forced to find out. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it, you know, it's, it's a choice to rise to it or not rise to it. And for us, it's been like, uh, it's, it's like the only thing that kept us marching forward every day. Right. Um, just the very idea that we, we in the beginning you guys don't really know and we'll tell you the story as we go along but in the beginning like our like our Yulati's medical situation was so appallingly bad and disappointing and it was like on an almost daily or weekly basis mm-hmm. that very quickly we had to like very figure out a different way of living or else we were both going to be dead right like there was just no way we we're going to survive it right um, you know so that you know necessity um, and then once you do something 20 or 30 times, which is what we've done, you get pretty good at it. You know, you figure out what you did wrong the first couple of times and you learn from the mistakes. And, um, I love the fact that my wife wanted to share her journey with everybody in the world. And I thought she was absolutely out of her mind when she told me that. Right. We were gonna, we why, were why was that? It. Why was that? I was like, um, I, I'm, I'm old and, um, oh, come not. on. So and, wait, so people don't, for the people who don't know your story. So please tell us, tell, tell us I what promise. happened. Tell us from the beginning. Cause we have an hour. So I want you to start from the beginning because I think it's really important to start there because you've been through so much. Okay. So I'll start from the beginning and it's uh you, you know I, I was born and raised in um Colombia I'm from Medellin Colombia and I moved here when I was 13 and um I had a pretty a pretty um healthy childhood I've never went to the hospital never had any you know nothing crazy I just I would have this like crazy stomach aches I would come and go but that would be like nothing of concern and then you know fast forward to I moved here when I was 14 and I grew up in uh, North Jersey, in uh, Chatham. Um, and then when I was about 20, 22 years old, I had these stomach aches that um, kept coming since I was a kid. It got really, really bad. And I finally, I said, I, I got to go to the doctor for this because, you know, I deal with the stomach aches and, and I don't do anything about it. I haven't seen a doctor about it. So I'm going to go to the doctor. So I end up going to the doctors mm-hmm. and they um, do all, they do a bunch of tests and then they figure out that there's a, there's a cyst outside of my rectal area, like right at the beginning of the colon. And mm-hmm. they wanted to biopsy it and make sure that it wasn't nothing, that it wasn't a, a, a cancer or anything of the sort. So, they went in and they did, this is when I was 22. I am now almost 40. Mm-hmm. So um, they went in and then they did the biopsy. And that was the wrong thing to do because a biopsy in the rectal area, it, it, it immediately, immediately got infected. So I ended wow. up in the hospital 
that night I was in the hospital. Um, it was my first time um, uh, really being in the hospital overnight, uh, morphine for the pain and emergency surgery. I think it was like two days later. Um, uh, they kept me in the hospital and then to the, a day or two later I get, I get the surgery and then I heal from the surgery and then two months later, two, three months later, it comes back, like the pain really, really bad. And they, you know, the answer that I had, they had for me at this point uh, was that, you know, that area got really infected and you had, um, you had an abscess, so we had to go in and drain it. So it's all really painful. Then the second time that they do it, I, I'm all good. I, I get like a year. Mm-hmm. And um, in this year, I meet Jerry and we meet, we fall in love. I mean, how did, how did you guys meet? Well, my sister um, needed a lawyer, and he used to be a lawyer. Um, so that's how we met. We ended up hiring him to be my sister's lawyer, mm-hmm. and um, that's how we met. That's exactly oh. how we met. Oh, I so, didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. Was when I first saw him. Um, it wasn't the same for him, but it was for me. I can that's honestly not perfectly true. You know, <laughs> for me, true. it was love at first. Sight. I saw him and I, I was, was immediately in love. With him. Wait a second, you Lottie, how much older is Jerry than you? Just he is twelve years older than me. Okay, okay. So I, I was twenty two. Mm-hmm. I was Twenty three. Twenty four. Twenty. No, twenty three. I was twenty three. Yeah, I was twenty three. Twenty three. Okay. I was twenty three when I met him, and um, I I was like, it was it was like I said, love at first sight. I saw him in my brain. I was like, I'm going to be with this man. He is <laughs> my husband. And mind you, at that point, um, he was in a relationship, and I was in a relationship. Um, he was already divorced, but he had a girlfriend. Um that you know you'd be divorced for a while but he had a you know a girlfriend after the divorce and then I had a boyfriend who I was with for four years. So we didn't really get together right away because he didn't want to you know he didn't want to disrespect his relationship and I didn't want to disrespect my relationship. So we like we didn't say anything for mm-hmm. like six mm-hmm. months. It was my sister's lawyer and I would help my sister out and my parents whenever they had a question because my parents will speak English. So I would be the translator and nothing happened. And um, finally, it just got to be like I felt like uh, it, got, it got to be too much. I think being apart, being apart, yeah. yeah. And then he he one day called me and said, uh, like I don't know if I'm right. On your boyfriend's cell phone. Oh yeah, I know. At the time, he, I, I didn't have a cell phone at the time. I was like a late bloomer with a, with cell phones. I didn't have a cell phone at the time, and Horrible he he boy, called me um, on my boyfriend's phone, and it's like uh, you know. Can I, I need to tell you, I don't know if I'm right, but I, I get really, really attracted to you. And I don't know if you feel the same way. And I'm like, oh, my God. Wow, me how romantic is that? <laughs> it's, I'm so attracted to you, too. I thought it was just me. And, like, no, I'm like, he's like, let's, let's go on a date. And we went on a date. And that was that would say we decided that. We moved in three weeks later. Yeah. We, wow. we, we decided that we were going to break up with our significant others <laughs> oh, and together. And I feel that. bad for the other ones, but, I you know. know. We apologize to everyone that we hurt. We were very sorry. I know. <laughs> Literally. I, it, it, it felt bad. I feel, you know, it was not a nice thing to do. But I think Jerry and I, I truly, truly believe. And we say this to each other often. It's like. I think we're together from different lives, mm-hmm. you know, in like many lives. Many just last night at dinner, I said to him, just make sure you find me next live again. Okay? Now, if if this the audience doesn't know these two, that like if you follow them on social media, you know exactly. They're like peanut butter and jelly or yeah. they're just so beautiful, the two of them together. They're just they're just meant to be. You would know it if you saw them. Really, I I know. I thank you so much. Yes, really yes. We, we really do. It's like um, we really are like peanut butter and jelly. You are. I mean, and I love so, peanut butter and jelly, but you know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to get back to um, the story. Mm-hmm. I know you only have an hour, and I can. Talk I know. Too, so. <laughs> I know. I know. It's okay. Go ahead. So I I I meet Jerry, and then we immediately. I think we were married three, maybe four months later. Wow. Yeah. Really? We eloped. We went to the Cayman Islands and we got married. And 
Um, I came back and we came back. We were there for like 10 days and we came back in my pain, that pain that um, in the rectal area came back and I knew that something was up and I was like, oh my God, something it's up. And, you know, meanwhile, this guy, I just met him like six months ago, maybe like less than a year. I'm married to him and now I'm in the hospital. Doctors, um, doctors are trying to figure out what's wrong. Um, uh, we, I literally, like, we just got married. He just put me, yeah, two weeks. I think he, we had two weeks of a marriage together. He put me in his health insurance because I, I, I didn't have health insurance mm-hmm. before that. Mm-hmm. And then I got sick. And so I always make fun. I always make Joe saying I married him for his health insurance. Oh, God. <laughs> now, I know that's not true. I know know that's not true. Wait, wait, Yulati, did you have any, did you have any kids before you got married to Jerry? I know Jerry. Jerry. Yes. Yes. Jerry had three children and I had one. Um, My, my daughter was just four years old. She just turned four. Okay. And he had um, three, which were nine, six and three. Yeah. Okay. And then you've had two together. And then we had two together, yeah. Okay, so you have yeah. six kids. Okay. Six kids all together. That's why another thing when I met you, I'm like, oh, my God, you got as much kids as we do. <laughs> I know. That's beautiful. But, um, all right, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. So go ahead. So I want to hear no, the rest of this. That's okay. So I um, I ended I ended up, you know, going to the doctors, and then I'm in the hospital. Doctors are trying to figure out what's wrong. Nobody can figure it out. And, I mean, I saw a bunch of doctors. And this is the beginning of all the surgeries that we had to do because they were all exploratory surgeries. Like mm-hmm. the, the doctor, I would go see a doctor and they're like, oh, we have no idea what's going on. But um, to, to figure out what's going on, we're going to do an exploratory surgery. And they would go up to up my rectum and like look while I was asleep. And then I would wake up in this awful pain. And they did that a bunch of times. So a bunch of the first surgeries were surgeries like that. And then I finally found a doctor in Philly who, um, after nine months of excruciating pain, this is all nine months trying to find a doctor and trying to, you know, figure out what's wrong. I find my Dr. Fryer, I think it was his name, and he's like, I can fix you. And I was like, oh, thank God, because I couldn't, I hadn't been able to sleep. Mm -hmm. The pain was awful. I mean, if you if you didn't know anything about like the nerve endings in the rectal area, there's so many of them. Yeah, I'm a so, nurse. I don't know if you know. Yes, that, exactly. Yeah, so you yeah. know that. So it's like breathing. Yeah. This just, is bad. Yeah, yeah, just breathing mm-hmm. hurts that abscess area mm-hmm. in the rectal area. So and, and happy marriage, Jer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I know. That's why. You guys, this love. All right, we'll talk about we that too. Like, but our, our running joke is that I only am attracted to women that have no nipples and poop in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. and that'll make sense to people who don't know our story. I know. A bit I know. <laughs> I know. So go ahead, Yolati. Um. So um. After that, the doctor said to me, uh, "Okay, so for for me to take care of you, what I have to do is I have to give you a colostomy bag." And at this point, I had no idea what a colostomy bag was. And, I don't, and he says, it's only going to be for like three months. And then while we, after you heal from the colostomy bag, we're going to go in and do a surgery. We're going to wait like maybe like six weeks. And we're going to go in and I'm going to go in and remove this abscess area and just clean it all up. And it, you're just going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. But now I had to get a colostomy bag. And for those who don't know what a colostomy bag is, because a lot of people don't know. Go ahead, explain it. And I I have to say, and and there's no disrespect to you at all, but I went through nursing school very late. I have five kids myself, and I went through nursing school after they were grown up. I graduated in 2011. But the the only thing that bothered me (laughs) was that... (laughs) was the colostomy bag like changing it we had to do you know that we had to see it on film I I don't know no it wasn't even about the smell it was just but I'm 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 okay with it now but I'm just saying it's not easy it is not not, easy no no. no. so go ahead and explain it for those who don't know what it is so a colostomy bag it's a um it's really when I into a bag that it's connected to my stomach so what they did is they they took my intestine now my large intestine the colon 
and they um, they made a hole in my stomach and they pulled a piece of my intestine out. And they cut the intestine open and stick it out. And uh, actually, I had, my first one was a loop colostomy. And um, what they do is they sew the intestine out to the, your stomach and then you poop into there. So your rectum is not being used. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I was at 24 at the time. I just got married. So 24 years old and to be to be pooping into a bag mm-hmm. was, I was, it was, it was devastating to me. Yeah. I hated yeah. I, that colostomy bag. I hated it so much. I had such bad days just because I couldn't find something to wear or, you right. know. And, and Jerry, how did you days. handle, Jerry, how did you, and talking to the phone if you can, but Jerry, how did you handle that? Like being married that young and are that, I was just getting, I was just saying to her, like, and we didn't even have yoga yet. Yeah, I know. So, oh my God, we didn't so, touch on yoga, but yeah. So you know, we didn't, um, we didn't, we never tools. In, in, our toolbox was not really sharpened up quite yet, and um, so we didn't really know uh, how to handle it at the beginning. And it was really, it was very devastating to watch someone. So if like he's like you lot said if you know us at all like we have like a really deep connection and just like even no matter what to watch my wife suffer it's like this it's like the most sickening thing you could imagine um so that was just so difficult just that in and of itself so like it, well, there was no thought of like oh that's disgusting or, or or like it wasn't even a thought like i don't see any of it i don't even think i know what my wife looks like i just see the light of her you know what i mean i don't No, see that's why i want to be I've been brought to tears when I see your things with her because that's what I mean. It's just so deep and it's not fake and it's not artificial at all. It's just so, so real. Yeah. Yeah, We, (laughs) we like to be very transparent in in regards to like who we are as, as a married couple. And it's, uh, you know, we're very blessed. Lenore, Lenore, we're so blessed, but the, you know, the difficulty started and, and things got tough. Um, and this is where it all starts to watch, you know, you watch this, you watch the person like Yulati who, who hasn't probably been that very well tested yet, like in her life for the first time, really get knocked on her ass, mm-hmm. get up, you know, mm-hmm. and that get up is not an easy get up. That first one is not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably the hardest one, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when she got up from that colostomy and she wore it, like literally proudly she looked gorgeous and, and you would have never known it and it, this is a lot of it was internal for us i'm sure for her um but as, as that went along and she got up it we the problem was so many times we got knocked down like right away like really early on in the marriage so we were disappointed with the results of testing or of like the surgeries that didn't work and like so many times so quickly that she got knocked down like 10 times, like immediately. And so the first one was a difficult getup, but like it was it, a couple of times, it, it was almost unbearable to try to get up from because it was so disappointing to us or for me in particular mm-hmm. to have her not feel better after the surgery mm-hmm. that, you know, she just kept getting up though. And my mother says, my mother is a, a non as with the, my my grand my kids would call her their grandmother nana she said that is literally the toughest hundred pounds i've ever seen in my <laughs> she life. is she's so tiny but fierce she's a little bit of a thing yeah I don't mean but fierce um and, and this is all before your yoga you guys with both of you with your yeah, yoga yeah, yeah we, we hadn't really started our yoga practice wow. i mean i i meditated a little bit but no but nothing like that like nothing at all um I was into exercise. She really wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I played basketball and things like that. But we found yoga like four years into it. Yes. Yes. Wow. I mean, I want to get it, to everything. So I, I know there's so much more to the story. So, so I don't want to like rush you, but you had this, this bag and you guys were dealing with it. And then, yes. and then what? Then now I had to um, uh, wait to get the surgery to remove the problem that I had. Um, the doctor wanted me to wait six weeks, six to eight weeks, but the pain just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I called him and he ends up um, doing the surgery like two weeks later. Mm-hmm. And um, he went in and um, he took whatever infection was going on there. He, the surgery was supposed to be 40 minutes. It ended up being three hours. 
yeah, like three three hours. It was like the first really like long surgery that I had because the other ones were like only like thirty minutes, forty minutes. This one was like three hours, and the doctor came out and told my husband and my mother-in-law who has been there the whole time for my illnesses saying like I don't know how your wife lived like that for so long with that infection that she had what happened is that biopsy that they did when the first you know the for that the first caused my problems ended up um getting infected mm-hmm. and it was all in my pelvis it was in my peritoneal cavities it was just it's just grown so much the doctor had to, that for like two years I had that infection there wow uh, uh and so the doctor had to scrape it off completely so that's why it took so long so I wake up from surgery I go home everything is perfect six weeks later the doctor said let's get your colostomy back reverse now you, you know I'm like oh my god hallelujah no more pooping in a bag after this, after this, after this. Okay. So then I, I um, I go to do the test to get my classmate reverse, and they realize that I have a rectal vaginal fistula. And um, for those who don't know what a rectal vaginal fistula is, it's a hole in the wall that connects the rectum in the vagina. Oh, so God. you cannot have that because. If I, I couldn't get my colostomy bag reversed because if I start pooping out of my rectum again, that means the poop is going to go into the vagina and then that's going to cause a whole bunch of problems. Oh, no. So I, the doctor's like, don't worry, we'll do a surgery. I'm going to go in and I'm going to close the fistula. I'm going to just use tissue from around the area and we're going to, you know, it's all going to be good. So I'm like, all right, no problem. I, I got in, um, scheduled surgery for a couple of weeks later. I do that surgery. The doctor says, you, you're fine. You go home. Everything worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. I go home, um, not that night, but the night after I wake up in the middle of the night, the, like I really want to pee. And um, I get up to go pee, and I feel like I peed myself. It was 4.25 in the morning. I'll never forget that. Okay. And, and I, as I get up, it's blood. I'm bleeding like oh, all God. over the place. There's blood coming out of my rectal area. There's blood in my ostomy, my colostomy. There's blood coming out of my vagina all over the place. I mean, it's like somebody like stabbed me. Oh, no. And um, I call 911. Um, this is, I realized that this is the first time I realized that it's really, really, really hard getting my husband to wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> 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 he's got to have all the energy to do those yes. yoga poses that he does on Absolutely. Instagram. Yeah, I think so. And it, and this happened. It's happened many times before when I have to wake him up in the middle of the night, and it's it's super hard. Like, oh my god! So I get you know nine call nine one one. I almost died. I lost uh, four and a half pints of blood. Oh my god, that's a lot. That's a lot. So I I remember passing out in the hospital, and Jerry always tells me. Before I go into any surgery, he's t- he told me this from the beginning. Um, if you die on me, I'm going to be really mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm laying in the hospital, in the hospital, in the emergency room, and um, I'm bleeding. And it's, all these doctors are there, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And, and um, I, I start to, like, lose consciousness. And right before I lose consciousness, I see his face. And all I keep thinking of is I'm losing consciousness. It's like... Because I know there's a full room of in the trauma room, and everybody's like running around. Oh my god! Bleeding to death, like literally pulling me away, and I'm like, oh my god, she's gonna literally die this time. And then I can't, I can't hear anything because I'm losing consciousness and I can't talk, but I can think. And I remember the last thing that I thought about was, he's going to be so mad at me if I die. <laughs> <laughs> That's your, oh no. Oh my God, but thank goodness they figure it out. I woke up and I didn't die and I lived to tell another, you know, to, I lived another day. Um, and um, I went home after being in the ICU for a couple days and I got all better. And so, what the, the heck happened? And oh yes, an artery burst in the oh, area no. where the doctor had um, done the surgery. Oh god. Yeah. So it was like you know, like it was it was an accident. It was it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was it was just you know it happens. Shit happens. That's oh I'm sorry. Am I allowed to uh, 
cursing your podcast. I That's that. okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm spiritual, but I curse a shit ton. I always say that. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's what happens. Shit happens. And then you just move on. So <laughs> I, um, from there, the, the, I found, this is where I found my current doctor, Dr. Rolandelli, who I, I still, till this day, see. He saved my life in Morristown. Um, uh, and he became my doctor and he, he said to me, you know, your fistula is still there, but we'll fix it. Don't worry. Um, he, so I healed from all this and, um, I have another surgery to fix the fistula and it doesn't work. It's, it's like, it just didn't take. And, um, it was like one of those things, a punch in the gut. I like, I was so devastated because there goes another surgery. There he goes. I'm still pooping in the bag. I already have this bag for longer than I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I was so, so upset. And, um, in the middle of like me waiting to have a third surgery to, to fix the fistula, um, I found out that I'm pregnant with Holden, my, my our, our first little boy. He's our, so cute too. He is adorable. He's like, how my, old is he? he his my birthday. Life. He just had a birthday. He is 13 now. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He's adorable. <laughs> the one? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I know. This was, it was hard on our, on our love life, all this, all this craziness, you know, with um, sickness and surgeries and stuff. It Obviously, was, was... Jerry was still attracted to you. You know, <laughs> It's funny that it's because he said it earlier before that he when he looks at me he doesn't see a colostomy bag he he you know he didn't he didn't see that and I honestly I truly believed it like of he, course I I I I know he 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 doesn't well, that's see why that I'm interviewing it, guys because I know that's it's genuine it's just like this love that is like this magical love yeah magical love so go ahead so you were pregnant. I want to get so through I, all I got of pregnant. This. So the doctor said to me, you know, just go have the baby. Um, I was, we were all really nervous because my health has been so crazy. So we were all on high alert about my pregnancy, and um, it was fine. I had the best pregnancy, healthy pregnancy, no problems, nothing. It was amazing. That amazing. Yeah, such it's a miracle. So and he crazy. is such a gorgeous kid. And and just I know for, I don't know him, but just keeping in with instagram and all like he seems smart he, he seems is talented super smart and he's like my life savior he laid, he saved my life right when i was like losing losing it i was um uh, you know quickly to mention like when when i was having all these surgeries at the beginning with the first class me bag i had you know um a lot of uh, problems with drugs too i like lost my weight this is before we had we found yoga, so I got really depressed. And as you know, I wrote that article from Mind Body Green saying um, "Confessions of a, of a Cool Kid Turn Yogi." And you know, I turned to that first, and it didn't work. And and we both did, yeah. We both, and we, and then, and then we, yes. Wait, you guys skim over that, but that's that's a huge deal. You were in Mind Body. What? Mind Body Green. I I wrote an article for Mind Body Green called um, "Confessions oh, of a." confession of oh yeah yeah yeah, you remember of a co-kid turn yogi okay and that's because well i was having these surgeries at the beginning of my my, of our journey my husband and i know jerry and our journey together we turned to drugs because we had nothing we hadn't found yoga yet so Mm -hmm. uh we we kept getting punched in the gut with bad news Mm -hmm. and and we turned to drugs that's you know that's we didn't know we didn't know what else to do so in in and then we, you know, quickly realized that that was wrong. And we have a great family support. I mean, mm-hmm. his family has been amazing. Mm-hmm. We cleaned ourselves up. And um, and, then, and, and then it was just when we found yoga. We're wow. like, this is, you know, that's why the article says, Confessions of Coke Turn Yogi. Like, that's, I we needed to fill a hole in our lives. Mm-hmm. And yoga you know we tried other things and it didn't work but yoga took over and that's when like it it was all like oh perfect well i have to tell you that uh, i wrote something also uh for actually my insurance company spotlighted me Uh and i talked about how yoga and meditation absolutely saved my life absolutely saved my life i wasn't on drugs or anything but i 
almost died, you know, I just, from my emotional issues and bulimia and all my stuff that I had going on with me, absolutely saved my life, so. Yeah. It's, it's, no, it's same here. <laughs> this is, you know, all the, like, all these surgeries and all these bad news just really got to us, and, mm-hmm. and, um, thank goodness for yoga. So you started practicing your yoga, both of you. So, can yes. Hold on. It, you know what you got to say about us? This, we do everything 100%. So, like, when we did drugs, we did drugs 100%. <laughs> and when I we get found, that. When I'm an all-or-nothing person, too. Same, yeah. but, but, when we, but when we found yoga, so it, our, our hearts were always open to this new experience. Like, And we fully wanted to experience a new experience. And yoga is one of those things, like, it's a hard pull, even if you're, you know, you know, not open to it. And we were, like, starving for it. So it was, like... <laughs> this like two like massive forces like ramming against each other mm-hmm. and we bought in like hook line and sinker right mm-hmm. from the very like second class mm-hmm. um and so we got so healthy from it it's like so for any of your listeners that are not yogis that are struggling with anything i'm no i'm not a doctor but man the yoga has helped, healed all three of the people talking here today i can tell you that yes I know that for it did and, and like yes. i said in my article it was it could be free. You don't need to spend money on it. Um, you know, it's yeah. a life changer, life changer yeah. for me. You know, you're not, not wrong. say it every time I practice, I, it brings me to tears sometimes. Yeah. Pra- yeah. No, practice. I... So, um, i continue you Lottie because okay, so, I um, definitely I... want to get to your, you know, I won't even say it, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Continue so on. The I, I get, I have the baby, everything is all good. After the baby, I um, hold in, I um, I go have another surgery for a fistula repair and it doesn't work again. And this is, these are major, this, this couple last surgeries are major surgeries, like five hours open you up surgeries. Mm-hmm. And this one didn't work either. And I was so devastated and um, the doctor sent me to do hyperbaric chamber um, treatments because the, the, he believed that the tissue in the pelvic area was so necrotic and so dead from the infection that I had in there for two years that, like, that's why nothing was taking. Mm-hmm. So he's like, do these treatments um, and, you know, we'll do a surgery once you're done with these treatments. There were 90 treatments. And I was like, all right, you got it. So I go get the treatments. And in the middle of doing these treatments, I get pregnant again. <laughs> I am not trying like at this point I'm having so many surgeries that I I don't even get my period I nothing so I have like no idea what's going on with my body and so like I don't even know how I got pregnant (laughs) I'm like I'm like like, again I know you want me to tell you (laughs) yeah no right (laughs) well Oh my God! Yeah, it's, it was hard to, for me. Uh, the doctors even told told us that it was going to be hard for us to get pregnant, and like it happened <laughs> twice in two years. Like boom, surprise! So I go and I have my my baby Wyatt now, and then um I have baby Wyatt, and then I get I make Jerry get a vasectomy, and I'm like, we can't have any more kids. We have six now. We can't. We have to get a vasectomy. So he gets a vasectomy. I have baby Wyatt, and um um. Baby Wyatt is now a couple months, couple months old. I go have a, a, a sec, I'm a sec, I, I go have a, my fistula uh, um, surgery again. This is my same doctor. He wants to try a whole different method. He's mm-hmm. going to go in there instead of fixing it. He's going to remove part of the rectum and he's got this, you know, now the, the hospital has all this new equipment that he has access to that he's going to help me. And he does the surgery and I go to check and um, like six weeks to see if it's worked, and it hasn't worked. Oh God! And we're like, oh my God, what's going on? And we lost it. I mean, remember crying, babe? We cried for like days, oh and and then we prayed. I think we prayed so hard. The hardest we ever prayed ever was that. Mm-hmm. And then um, two weeks later, I go for another appointment, and the and the surgery had worked. Right. Yeah. And it worked. Wow. The doctor's like, I don't know what happened, but it worked. Two weeks yep. ago, it hadn't worked. Today, it's working. Yeah, we really Remember that? that? And um, it was so, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was, prayer it, is it, powerful. Prayers, I know. For sure. I know. I know. And um, so I, it worked. I get so excited. I 
wait six to eight weeks, I get my colostomy bag reversed. I'm like, no more pooping in a bag. Hallelujah. We have a party, actually. You mm-hmm. threw me a party for it. Great. You, uh, celebrating that I don't poop in a bag anymore. I don't blame you. Okay. Oh, it was amazing. And now I'm ready to live my life. I'm now practicing yoga every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I have this problem that I don't, I'm not pooping normally anymore. Like I am not pooping. I'm, I have constipation. I have chronic constipation. Nobody can figure it out. I then I start going to see doctors and I'm like, oh my God, I've went like a month without pooping. And the doctor's like, you can't do that. You have to go, you have to poop every day. And I'm like, well, it's not happening. What am I going to do? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and I, I, I go just to like, I, the only thing that I that started to work was colonics. I did colonics twice a week. Explain um, that to the audience. And then people colonics, don't... it's uh, um, where like you go see, a, you go see a colonic therapist and they, they use a tank full of water and they put it into your body, into your colon to clean it. And it cleans the colon. It's like an enema, but with a lot more water. Okay. And it goes and it goes instead of doing just the, like the, the beginning of your rectum and some of your colon, that's your whole large intestine, your whole mm-hmm. colon. And they're expensive. They're like over a hundred dollars per mm-hmm. treatment, and obviously not covered by insurance. And I had to do this for tw- twice a, a week for six years. Oh wow! Six I years. Six years. Wow. I couldn't. I could. And um, finally, I. Like back back it up a little bit. I I finally I had to have one more surgery after that colostomy uh, after you know after like the um, the colonic. I mean so after the the colostomy being reversed and it was a hernia. And back in 2012, this is like right before I met you. Um, I the doctor wanted to fix a hernia that I had on my belly from when I had my colostomy bag. So when I went to the before. The day before I, the surgery, I had said to him, I have this um, this lump in my breast. I've seen my OBGYN about it. I've seen my OBGYN, I saw my OBGYN, OBGYN about it two years when I first, first I felt the lump. Mm-hmm. And my OBGYN said, it's nothing. It's probably scar tissue because I've had, I've had a, a breast um, augmentation before. So it's like, it's probably nothing. So two years, I just let it be. I never did anything. And then I just mentioned it to my plastic surgeon who was doing the hernia repair. And he'd been involved with some of my surgeries for my fistula um, Mm -hmm. repairs before. So I've known him. Dr. P was his name. He's a great guy. I love him. Um, He's like, you know what? It's probably nothing, but I'm going to go in and just like biopsy it. Like while you're, while you're on there and just, just to make sure everything is fine. So I, you know, nothing was, I didn't really worry about it. I just went to bed. I went to surgery the next day. I um, fell asleep for surgery. I woke up and um, I woke up to my husband, to Jerry saying, I'm like, I wake up really happy from surgery. So I'm like, hey, how'd it go? Mm-hmm. And he's like, not good, honey. You have breast cancer. Oh my God. So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me that's exactly what i say that's something i would say (laughs) i just had my 20th surgery you know counting my c-sections that to have c-sections with the boys because i had a class in my bag are you crazy now i have i have breast cancer and then like i really like my husband and i jerry and i had to we had to like really pull from the inside and yeah like Like, your connection how how did you how did you keep that strong with all of this stuff going on from the beginning? I mean, this I want to felt- know about this, the breast cancer because that that was really big. I mean, I know you were in a lot of magazines and a lot of, um, you know, talking about it and sharing what happened and all of that. But how are you keeping this connection strong, especially with two babies? And like, yeah. so that's, that's like... That's something that I think is very simple to answer. Um, talking, simple to talking to the phone, Jared, because I want to hear you. I, I'm going to tell you. I think that's a there, that's something that's very simple to answer, but it's very difficult to execute. So here's what Yuladi and I do. We, uh, first of all, we're we're very connected. But besides being very connected and respectful of one another, we set out um, while all these struggles are going on, and so that our marriage will remain like 
as normal as we can make it, we set out rules between ourselves, such as you never use bad language towards one another. You do not fight when you are mad. And, you know, we have like wait, weigh in when I'm wrong, but we have like like there's just certain things. There's just dead straight truth and honesty to each other at all times. Um, and so these are easy things to say, like I'm telling you, mm-hmm. but they're not easy things for everyone to execute. So mm-hmm. Yolani and I are willing to do these things all the time in our marriage. And guess what? We have an amazing marriage. We have an amazing relationship, but it's because we're both like really honest, open, and there's, there's no magic formula here. There's no like, like, well, Yolani and Jerry have a secret that they can share with you that everyone knows the answer to this already. Like if you want to have a successful marriage, like we have, there has to be like complete and utter like honesty with one another about everything you do right, wrong or indifferent. And that's how we feel. Mm-hmm. So we do that. Um, we never, Yulati's taught me so much about forgiveness. She's one of the most, and you know, this probably just from being around her, but she's such a person that can, she's taught me how to forgive. Cause I had to forgive like God, the universe, everyone that was like watching my wife suffer so she taught us forgiveness so that becomes once you start to forgive everything else forgiving one another who you really care about is like so easy so we don't even when's the last time we fought about something i I can't even even tell you i literally couldn't tell you this is like and this is real stuff to my audience like this this is (laughs) if you see it on their uh social media and it's so true. I mean, I wouldn't even say that like most people, 99% of the people, what you see on what they post is not real. It's like yes. what's not real in real life. But when I see you guys, I know it's real. I know it is. Yeah. I feel it. I feel the energy. I, it, it really is. I like uh, what you see with Jerry and I is what you get. Like we have I, we the, our skeletons in our closet, their closets wide open. We <laughs> we really do love each other this much. We really do appreciate, we really do respect each other this much. My kids, I always say, I don't have my, I don't have my health. Like, you know, it's always iffy my health, but I have the best six children and then the best husband. I have like, I'm so lucky. It is that great. Yeah. You have the best support system. Yes. That's, that's true. That is true. Um, so go ahead. So you, a lot of you were diagnosed with this breast cancer, and so diagnosed. So you know, we really just dug deep, and we knew that um, we we because in hard times like that, we knew that we didn't want to go back to depressed drugs, alcohol, all that stuff. Like we didn't want to go to th- that. So we wanted to really. And now we had all these tools of yoga, you know, yoga meditation and community, and. So we, we, we use those tools to, um, get through those hard times. We, um, I, I immediately Google like breast cancer and mastectomy and, um, there was no picture. Every like, this is, I don't know. It's back 2012, early 2012. Right away when you got sick. You, or your whole answer was immediate. Remember we woke up that morning? Yeah. I took a videotape of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted like the first, the first morning, um, it was Mother's Day weekend when I found that I had breast cancer. And I remember thinking, like, we have to um, help others. This is, and this is, like, one of the things that we kind of live by. And we look at, like, an obstacle as an opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. So Definitely. Here we are. Here we are getting like bent over, no offense, for like the 21st time. And this one's like a, the biggest FU. So like everything that's happened to her so far, um, you know, and then to get slapped with breast cancer, it was almost, it literally was comical. It, it, it became comical. Like when we left the hospital, we were like, oh, this is just bullshit. Like this is the stupidest. I cannot believe this happened. It's just. I can picture so you guys beyond. doing this. So I can. We woke up. I remember waking up that morning and she had a vi- Was it you videotaping me? I was. Yeah, I was I'm like, what are you doing, babe? I'm like still in bed. She's like, listen, we're going to just wake up, get up. You can probably find the video on YouTube. If you yeah. Ever yes. Yeah. Wait, didn't you put that on social media? Yes. Like- I put, I, what well, I decided that we decided that, um, we're just going to share this journey. Yeah. Like, but what, we, what year was that? What year was that? 2012. 2012 i think yeah. i thought i think i remember that yeah and it was like just us like finding out we had breast cancer and just a journey it was nothing fancy no fancy cameras it was, i did it with my phone and I, I i literally just sat there every appointment and almost every like once a week just talking about what was 
Oh, definitely. I saw that. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what we decided that, you know, and then I let the people reach down. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted, uh, I hope once that would like, we're going about to get into this journey and like, uh, share it. So if anybody went through it and Googled it or went to YouTube, they had my point of view and, you know, so, and I got, started getting a lot of emails, women, a lot of women going like, hot, like, your husband didn't leave you. My husband left me as a different that had breast cancer. And that was so, yeah. Jerry's like, people, oh my God. I get, Jerry was getting emails and stuff too. Like, like, like you didn't leave her. Like my husband left me. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, that was, that's, that was, that's why you guys are, I know this may sound, but you, you, it's amazing because that, that, that does happen. That does happen more often than you think and yeah that's what's so great about your connection and it's so real and I our time is like going so fast and I don't want to I know I want to know what's going on now you had this cancer you were in like you were interviewed by some pretty major magazines and uh, yeah talked about your journey and I, I, yes it, it's all out there if anybody wants to look at it all you have to just google my name you'll add salute and they'll, they'll you know they'll see there if you're, anybody is going through breast cancer and and i'm always, i'm on instagram if you have any questions um, no but it, tell it, me what's going on now i know you um you had a setback yes um, so you know after um having you know after i breast cancer you know the treatment is like a year two years and finally i went back to yoga and stuff and my body was just falling apart again the the this the colonics that i was doing so i could poop every you know once twice a week they stopped working and my stomach these uh, horrible stomach aches were were coming and they were sending me to the hospital i mean i was i was in the, in the emergency room probably three times a month maybe yeah. four sometimes um, sometimes the stays were like three, four days because mm-hmm. the pain was unbearable. Mm-hmm. Um, then the doctor decided that um, my colon was just not working from all the surgeries that I had. He believed that I had some nerve damage and I would have to get a colostomy bag again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my I God, know. are you kidding me? Another colostomy I hated that other colostomy bag so much. But now... I have been six years of misery of not pooping and colonics. When I, I was like, okay, you know what? If you're going to tell me I'm going to poop every day, I am going to get this. <laughs> I am so happy. I'll do it. I I'll welcome it. the bag. I welcome this bag. I did. I loved it. And I now wait, it. you have this bag now. Now I have this bag. And this you have a whole instagram about it or you have you support other people who have it and yeah right yeah i don't know if yeah. you, you still have that um i do i, I instagram don't post page, but, called living with an ostomy yes I, I do i try to post about it on my stories a lot um and um, how are you living with that now tell me i you know after getting the bag it didn't like the pain it didn't it didn't help I actually got worse. The pain was awful. I was back in the hospital again every three weeks. And um, last Labor Day, um, after, I I, got to tell you, Lenora, it was like, it felt like 50 or 100 times in the hospital in like two years. Yeah. Um, I end up in the hospital again with really, really bad pain. And um, I, I get to see this new doctor. His name is Dr. Hawk. He's the partner of my, my, my doctor, Roland Daly. And he figures out that there's some type of blockage in my stomach. And that's what he's causing the pain. And it's really hard to see what, like, what he was talking about. But he caught it. He was like, I think I got something here. We're going to let it, like, maybe move on his own. If now I'm going to do surgery. So nine days I was in the hospital. Well, seven days before, before, yeah, with a tube down my nose into my stomach. The worst thing ever. NG tubes are horrible. Mm-hmm. So they put this, this because I had a, a, an intestinal blockage, um, and I'm in the hospital. And um, seven days later, you know, they, they, it's not moving on its own. The doctor doesn't want to really do surgery because I've had already 26 surgeries now. So yeah. he's like, you know, like let's just see what you know. They're very cautious because they, they, they also, they, they just you know, just your nurse. They don't want to open up a person that's been opened up so many times. Yeah, it's like any surgery is major. Anything, anytime yeah. you open it, up the body, it's it's it, it's big. It sounds funny though when you say it, you're like, yeah, I've had it's 26 surgeries. You know, I'm kind of sick of it now. Like at this point, <laughs> we're like, you know, it's crazy. 
<laughs> That's so, crazy. Um, last Labor Day, then they finally do surgery. He goes in. He find he. It, it turns out that I have I had um, a blockage, adhesion blockage. So the scar tissue was wrapped up around my intestine. Yeah, I was going to say scar tissue built up every time you have surgery. Every mm-hmm. and it was miserable. And can I tell you something? I think that had been there for ten years. I'm sure. I think that's what was causing my chronic constipation because the doctor did the surgery on Labor Day last year yeah. in August, you know, August, September. And um, um, I came home and I have never been better. My ostomy works. I poop every day. I take medicine only once a, a couple times a week to, to help my colon move. I mean, I know. I- and, th- and this has been since when? Since last September. Okay, since so you've been I, feeling pretty good since then. Well, you know, it was a it, it, it was a, a process. Like, it took me a long time to recuperate from the surgery because I was in the hospital for so long. I left the hospital at ninety five pounds, and it took me a while to um to gain weight and get my strength back. No, I couldn't. I couldn't gain weight. It was. It was. It was. I was. I was a ninety-eight pounds up until like three months ago. Mm. And now, because of my, uh, because of my past two years of so much pain in my stomach, I haven't been able to work out or do yoga as much as I want to. Like, not. I haven't practiced. I didn't practice yoga. Uh, oh, really? I haven't practiced asana in like two years. Yeah, but how? So, you know, you guys, both of you, have been on some major platforms for yoga. Like, yeah. haven't you, like, tell, tell me about some of the platforms that you guys have been on. Like, people can find you. Yes, we, we teach um, online yoga on 108. Mm-hmm. 108. It's at 108.com. Um, and that's where we practice yoga. And then I, in between my pain, my pain and my suffering, I, 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 we gather some, some strength and we're able to, like, get, to go, get down to Aruba and, and film this this um this classes and I was so thankful because I love being part of this platform, Jerry and I love it. Love Yoga Girl. We love Rachel. And um and plus it's, you know what, it's So wait, you teach in Aruba? You you teach at well, her we, what we do is um we belong to it's a website one oh eight dot com, and then they fl- they fly us down to like Aruba and for like a, a week or two, and we take we film a bunch of classes. Awesome. We've done that a couple times, so they're really it's really awesome. They let's take the kids with them, so it's really cool. But what we love about it is we actually get to share like teaching with all these people around the world, which I think is like really kind of cool and unique. It is cool, um, which is a nice opportunity. Um, and, and I have. Uh, maybe at the more towards the end when we're finished, I'm going to tell you you guys about kind of how we're going to go forward with what we're going to be doing. Like, what yes, and I would actually like, like you guys to do that now because unfortunately, this hour went by so fast. We only have a couple minutes left, but I want you to tell me where the audience can find you, what you're doing, um, what's on the agenda, what's what's going on, and how so, they can reach out to you. <laughs> So right now, um, I'll let Yolati give all of her social media stuff to everyone, and then I'll kind of tell you guys about what's going to happen with us um, and our little bit of a story here. So, mm-hmm. um, so um, uh, you can find us. Uh, so I am Yolati Salute. Uh, I'm sorry, Yolati on Instagram, just Yolati Y U L A D Y on Instagram, and I'm on on Facebook at Yolati Salute Yoga. Mm-hmm. And um, Twitter, I am Yulati, uh, actually Yoga Lottie, but you could just put my name, name Yulati Salute, and I'm there. And if, you, if anybody wants to like look at, um, has anybody that's going through cancer, breast cancer, and want to know what the process is, I have some uh, videos on YouTube that I posted about the process and you know what it is to to find out you have breast cancer and going through chemo and all that good mm-hmm. stuff or bad stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, um, yes. And um. Uh, I think that oh, and Jerry is Gerald Saluti, and he is only on uh, uh, Instagram. So he, it, ha, can you spell? I mean, can you do his Instagram for me, please? Yes, uh, Gerald. Spell your name. I hate spelling your name. It's G E R A L D S A L U T I. I hate spelling Gerald. I don't know why. I always get confused in my head. English is not my first language, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you spell his name is with a G on on Instagram, but it's spelled with a J, right? 
<laughs> J, Jerry, J, G, uh, Gerald, yes. Okay, yes, gotcha. Yes. So did you want to share what, what was going on with you guys? Yes, um, I, I'm not a big believer. I was not a big believer of like essential oils and stuff like that until I tried it and it worked. And um, the same thing happened with me a couple months ago. Um, I was going to, I'm going to say like four or five months ago with um, CBD. I did, I was like, Somebody has sent me some CBD from Instagram and then I tried it and I sat in my night table for six months before I gave it a try mm -hmm. and it has changed my life. It's like all the adhesions that I have in my stomach, it's softened my stomach. It's like my pelvic area where I had all the surgeries just feels different. I've been able to work out. I've been working out for now every day for the past three months. Awesome. Practicing yoga. I've been following um, you with that too. Good job. Yeah, I, it's it's in in the only thing that have changed in my in my you know in my life is the C B D. I saw a difference right away. Um, I was even able, now I'm finally able to gain some muscle and weight because I've been able to work out and it, it's just, it's just, and I'm going to let Lottie, I've you. seen it. You know, I'm a personal trainer, so I, I've definitely, I've seen the muscle definition in you and, and the strength you've gained. So cool. Yeah, it's, it's freaking amazing. And, you know, I'll let Jerry fill you in a little bit more before we have to go on because he's the one, you know, we decided that this is going to be part of our life now. So here's Jerry. Good, good. It. Okay, Jerry, go ahead. So it, what I ended up doing, like I do with everything, is I do it 100%, right? So, mm -hmm. so I can't, like, just do it a little bit. So do you, Are you um, – you happen to be a Scorpio? I am. You are? <laughs> I am indeed. I do the same October thing. That's so funny. I'm November 1st. I'm oh, my God. All or nothing kind of person there. I don't know you if that's know, good or girl. bad, but, you know, I go know. ahead. It is go what it is. I can't help it. So what, it, what I did – what I ended up doing is this. So we got CBD from a company, and – you know, I saw benefit in Ulati right away also. So what I ended up doing was doing a very exhaustive research as to how the industry worked, um, what companies I thought we should be working with. Uh, it's all, it's super, super, super duper um, unregulated industry right now. Mm -hmm. FDA, FDA came out with something yesterday, but in general, it's a super unregulated industry. So it took me a really long time to kind of ferret through and find like, companies that I actually believed in that like I could like talk to them about getting product from because I could see the benefit of it right in the beginning mm -hmm. but I wanted to make sure that she wasn't like that you know there's a lot of like bad products you know so mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure we were getting one that was like actual um no THC right and only C only CBD I wanted like so blah 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 so I I, I ended up um uh, finding a company that I really liked and then so that's the product we used so I had Yulada use this uh, product for the same company for like two months. And then she even saw, like, if you, I don't know if you noticed in the last month or so, it's like, holy crap, the burners are on. She's like gained, I think she's almost 110 pounds now. No, I've, I've um, been seeing, I've seen her. For, I've seen how she's. For her, that's like, that's 10%, 20% of her body weight. I mean, it's, it's huge. Uh -huh. And the, 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 her stomach, like the inflammation um, is it's gone. Like mm -hmm. she's going to the bathroom in a much different way. Our sex life is crazy. It's like way different, mm -hmm. like sexual function, sexual desire. Which was a problem for a while while I was having all that pain in all the adhesions that doctors, I would like, I even gone to see a doctor and I would say to the doctor, like something is going on. And, um, the CBD has helped so much. Uh, it's, I, I, I am a believer now. Okay. No, no, no. I it was something works. Stick yeah, with it. Well, yep. so I ended up finding a company that I really, really liked. Mm -hmm. And, um, I haven't formally signed any documents or anything agreements like that with the company. So I can't say who it is yet. Okay. Um, it's going to probably take me another couple of months or two to do that. But anyway, we're going to be in the business of like doing this for other people because cool. just like we helped other people with, um, our struggle, our journey, your and light, now that I hear it, your light and something? your love. Now that I hear it said back, I, I'm laughing half of the time here at how hysterical the story is. Cause when you hear it said out loud, and we didn't even get through half of it almost. Honestly, I know, I know. Help. I'm so sorry. But it's yep. like, it's no, no, not at all. It's that's the kind of story it is. It's it's like it's we've been knocked down so many times. I know. It, it really is it'll take longer. It'll take days. <laughs> you, you can't take you can't take it too seriously at some point. So listen, we've always this is what works for us. When we're in a lot of pain, 
we try to serve other people by serving other people. We don't think about ourselves and we're happy mm-hmm. and we're healthy. Okay. So that's what we did with our, her cancer journey. That's what we've tried to do with our yoga. So what I, what I am going to do and what we're going to do as a platform is um, instead of being on, on like 108, I mean, which is a great platform and I'm, we're going to let them keep our stuff up there. We're going to open up, we're going to have a website that's going to have our own classes for free. So all these people that are like charging other people for yoga, we were inspired by a yoga studio that we work with down here called Yoga Peace Kula, which is an actual 501c3 charity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to do something similar. When So when we're going to open our, we're going to do our, we have a Yaladi Saludi website that we're going to really, uh, we're ramping up as we speak. But we want to, I'm going to do like, at least me, myself, I'm going to teach at least one class a week, one flow a week that's going to be on the website for free. I'm, I'm like so tired of looking at the internet and watching all of these companies get rich off people's fitness. Wow. Um, it's, it's that's awesome. Me, that's it's beautiful. making me sick. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm really good at this. Uh, not to be a, like, un- well, humble. I know that if you guys I, follow Jerry, you will know that too. <laughs> I have, you know, I have dedicated myself to learning everything I can about the human, you know, as much as I can about Yuladi's body, as much as I can about my clients' bodies and helping them in their lives. And so for us, this is such a logical, awesome, like kind of expansion of what we can get ourselves into. We want to like, we want other people to start doing what, what happened for her, period. Like it's, it really helped my wife. And mm-hmm. I, and I, you know, you can't make claims like, you can't claim it pure this and cure that because we have no fucking excuse me no freaking idea mm-hmm. but but i'm telling you right now my wife started taking this stuff and you know what happened she started to feel better and so we've got it we want to get into it so that's what we're going to be doing so we're going to be giving like to me we're kind of marrying the two things i love the most we're going to give away free yoga and we're going to sell a product that i think we can really like believe in and i think well really i think that's people. i think that's really awesome and and I'm so happy for the two of you and so honored that you shared your story with me and our audience. And I'm very blessed that you've been on the show and I wish you a wonderful, wonderful evening. Um, so, Thank you so much for having us. This was great. This is, this is actually our first podcast. Oh my God. I can't believe that. This is people, a, we, we, people are I, missing out. <laughs> we've been asked. We've been asked many times, and we always said no. But oh my God, you, Yulani, so thank right you. Do it with you. No, you were on my. You were on my list from the beginning, the both of you. And I'm like, this is my dream little team. I definitely want them because you touched my heart. Oh, really thank you deeply. so much, Honora. And we feel the same way about you. And thank you know, you so uh, much. There's a connection there. Has been I know it's we don't know each other, but we do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's okay, right. I wish you guys only the best. You know, with everything you, you try to do, and I know you're going to be successful. You already are, and I love you guys. All love right, you too. Thank, Thank you. you. See be you well. Be healthy. Peace. Bye. My hope is that you, as a listener, will come away from this podcast with a tidbit of information that inspires you in some way towards a healthier you. Um, Thank you for joining us today on It's a New Dawn for You. Our show today was directed and edited by Sharon Ellis Murray. Our theme song is called Dear I, written and performed by my own son, Angelo Michael, and available at bandcamp.com. And I'm your host, Lenora Calaruso, wishing you everlasting health and wellness. You can ask questions and find me on Instagram at It's a New Dawn for You, Mind, Body, Spirit, or Facebook at It's a New Dawn. Remember, there is always a chance to start anew. Your thoughts and actions shape your reality, and you are the captain of your ship. Peace out. Hashtag spread kindness. You pack up your life to start anew. You'll find out some things to be true. Like you are stronger than you once knew.